Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, March 22nd, 2018. I am James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com. So where is everyone? Well, Matt did a double on Wednesday with a My Fair Lady matinee and Hamilton in the evening. Julie braved the heavy snow on Wednesday evening and saw The Stone Witch, which is a new play by Shem Bitterman at the Westside Theater. And Carrie did a double as well with My Fair Lady in the matinee and Bruce Springsteen in the evening. Today I'm seeing Margaritaville, and Matt and Julie are seeing Spongebob. Not really sure who's doing the Friday show, but I'm pretty sure that someone will do something, and something will show up in your feed on Friday morning, so stay tuned. As per the usual, when I do the show alone, I'm going to give you just some headlines from yesterday's news, and then Daniela is going to take us out with her theater throwback. Oh, look at this. First up in the news. Springsteen's having such a nice time on Broadway, he's just going to stick around until December to taunt me. <sighs> so Bruce Springsteen has extended his run from June until, until December, and uh, perhaps I will get another chance to see him. And then uh, we can give you a full-fledged review on that, and you can hear me stop complaining about it. Next up, uh, American Theater brings us the news that three playwrights, Nathan Allen Davis, Hansel Jung, and Antoinette Nuandu, have won the 2018 Whiting Awards. The awards recognize emerging writers of novels, nonfiction, poetry, and theater with a prize of $50,000. Uh, these three are three of ten awards that were awarded yesterday. Other recipients over the years included playwrights August Wilson, Susan Laurie Parks, Tony Kushner, and Lucas Hanath. Over at Broadway Direct, Mark Robinson writes that Mean Girls is getting a cast recording on Atlantic Records. Set for digital release on May 18th with a physical release on June 15th, you can pre-order beginning April 6th. Of course, Mean Girls is now in performance and set for opening on Sunday, April 8th at Broadway's August Wilson Theatre. MCC Theater announced four new projects to inaugurate its two new theaters at its new home on West 52nd Street and 10th Avenue, the Newman Mills Theater and the Susan and Ronald Frankel Theater. The four shows that are going to kick this off are the world premiere of Alice by Heart, a new musical with a book by Stephen Sater and Jesse Nelson, music by Duncan Sheik and lyrics by Stephen Sater. Uh, second production is Haley Pfeiffer's Moscow, 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 Moscow. I think that's six Moscows, but if not, add one, subtract one, but it's six Moscows, which is directed by Trip Coleman. The third production is Blacks, BLKS by Aziza Barnes. And the fourth production is The Light by Loy A. Webb, which is directed by Logan Vaughn. Lincoln Center Theater announced that it's extending admissions, a new play by Joshua Harmon, through Sunday, May 6th at the Mitzi Newhouse. I think this is the second extension of this play. Broadway World uh, Television brings us a video from Grand Hotel, which is over at Encores right now. 
Grand Hotel is open for business. Watch the highlights of James Snyder, Brandon Uraneritz, and more. Encores is back for round two. Their second production of the season is Grand Hotel, directed and choreographed by Josh Rhodes, featuring music direction by Encores music director Rob Berman. Grand Hotel, the musical, will run for seven performances at New York City Center from March 21st to the 25th. The Encores at 25 season concludes with Me and My Girl from May 9th to the 13th. We talked about that yesterday. Uh, so go back to yesterday's show and talk, listen to that as well. Variety is reporting that Smash, the TV show canceled in 2013, could end up as a revamped stage production. Uh, we've heard this and reported this a number of times uh, in the last year or so, but NBC Entertainment Chairman Robert Greenblatt revealed his hopes for the show's revival and on the Variety podcast. Mm, he thinks that Greenblatt is seeing some Hamilton Bruce money and is saying, hey, I want some of that. Let's see if it actually happens. Heather Headley and Matthew Morrison are going to host the Muni Centennial Gala Show. The Muni announced uh, yesterday that the Tony and Grammy Award-winning artist Heather Headley and Tony, Emmy, and Golden Globe-nominated artist Matthew Morrison will serve as co-hosts for the Muni's historic Centennial Gala Show and Evening with the Stars on May 18, 2018 at the Muni. This one-night-only production will have a sensational cast of 100 with special performances by show business legends Cheetah Rivera and Tommy Toon, along with Broadway and Muni stars Patrick Cassidy, Ken Page, Jenny Powers, Lara Teeter, and Graham Rowat. The one-night-only production will include an ensemble of 32 singers and dancers. Will they be under equity contract? The beloved Muni kids, Muni teens, troops, and the magnificent Muni orchestra. Next up, our friend Alexandra Silber, Al Silbs, will star as Guinevere in Washington, D.C.'s Shakespeare Theatre Company's production of Camelot. This production is set to run May, 20, May 22nd through July 1st. She'll be joined by Ken Clark as King Arthur and Nick Fitzer as Lancelot. Tony winner Nikki M. James joins Brian Darcy James. I don't think they're related. In Fox Dramas... In the new Fox drama uh, from Danny Strong. Oh, on Monday's show, we talked about uh, BDJ's next project, a pilot on Fox. It's a legal drama. And we learned yesterday that Nikki M. James is also joining the cast as a series regular named Violet. For more information on this show, go back to our Monday show, March 19th. Ben Platt and the cast of Dear Evan Hansen pick up a Daytime Emmy nomination. The National Academy of Television Arts and Sciences today announced that the nominees for the 45th Annual Daytime Emmy Awards and among those nominees were Ben Platt and the cast of Dear Evan Hansen. The cast was nominated for Outstanding Musical Performance in a Daytime Program for their performance of You Will Be Found on NBC's Today's Show. You can see that over on Broadway World. They have a link to the... Um, the uh, Today Show, where the performance actually was with Hoda. No, Hoda, she's there, but she's not really in the in the song, but she's there. And finally, this morning, uh, the agony and the ecstasy of writing a negative review by Jesse Green of the New York Times. So our friend Jesse Green um, wrote this article in defense of his escape to Margaritaville. Uh, review which got a lot of blowback uh, from fans of the show and other people across the Broadway community. 
I'm going to read you one line from it, and if it interests you, click on the link and head over and read the whole thing yourself. Jesse writes, So when I see something as objectionable and cynical as Escape to Margaritaville, I believe I have no choice but to say so in terms that match the size of the feeling. I guess Jesse's got the feels. He's got the big feels. So that wraps up the headlines. Let's get this week's theater throwback from Daniela Parcell. Hi, everybody. This is Daniela Parcell, and I am back with this week's theater throwback. Today, we are going way, way back to March 20th, 1911, which was the opening of Broadway's Winter Garden Theater. But before I get into the house's history as a theater, I'm actually going to go back a little bit further to 1880, when the building was first constructed. So prior to its reign as a Broadway theater, the Winter Garden was actually home to the American Horse Exchange, which was exactly what it sounds like. It was a place for people to buy and trade horses. This was the place to get a horse back in the day, but unfortunately, they had a little bit of an incident and the building burned down in 1896. It was rebuilt pretty quickly, but by that time, the horse trade was becoming obsolete. People were turning to another form of transportation, cars, and there really wasn't much use for an enormous horse exchange destination. So about 10 years later, the property was leased to none other than the Schubert brothers. The Schuberts and their architect, William Albert Swayze, renovated the building and transformed it into the beautiful, gigantic theater that we know today. Everything was inspired by the idea of the European Winter Garden, hence the theater's name, so the interior was built to resemble an English garden, with garlands and flowers and a sky-blue ceiling. They advertised it as a lavish music hall devoted to novel, international, spectacular, and musical entertainments. The first show to play at the Winter Garden opened on March 20th, 1911, just a mere 107 years ago. It was really a three-show production, but early into the run, two of those shows were dropped and they were left with just one, La Belle Puri. And something really interesting about this production is that it had this enormous cast of over 250 people. I don't know how that works logistically, but it seems impressive. The Winter Garden soon went on to become the Schubert's highest grossing venue and became known for hosting an annual review called The Passing Show through the early 20s. Since then, the Winter Garden has hosted a really impressive bunch of shows, including West Side Story, Funny Girl, Mame, Follies, and the list goes on and on and on. Its longest tenant was Cats, which spent its entire 18-year run there, followed by Mamma Mia, which spent about 12 years in the theater. Now, of course, the Winter Garden is home once again to Andrew Lloyd Webber with his show School of Rock. Also this week in history, on March 19, 1998, a revival of Cabaret opened on Broadway. This revival would more than double the run of the original Broadway production. On March 20, 1988, the original production of M. Butterfly opened at the Eugene O'Neill Theater, and on March 21, 2001, Bat Boy premiered off-Broadway. On March 22nd, today, we celebrate the births of two legendary composers, Andrew Lloyd Webber in 1948 and Stephen Sondheim in 1930. And finally, on March 23rd, 2003, the film adaptation of Chicago took home six Academy Awards, including Best Picture, a rarity for a movie musical. (laughs) 
that is it for this week. Thanks everybody for listening. Again, I'm Daniela Parcel. You can find me on Twitter at Daniela Parcel and on Instagram at Daniela Parcel OL. And I'll be back next Thursday with another theater throwback. Okay, that wraps it up for this Thursday. So follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. Uh, touch base with Matt. Check in and see how he's going on his trip and his uh, many shows that he is seeing. And like I said, someone will be back and do a show for you tomorrow. Tomorrow.